that is at six o'clock. Namahi Evie, more than 300 households whose homes were wrecked in the cyclone and Auckland floods are still waiting to be housed or are in limbo. The hold-up is partly because the temporary accommodation service, like residents, is waiting for the government to decide which land is safe to put the temporary housing on. Lauren Crimp has the story. At Waipatu Marae in Hastings, more than 100 Waiohiki residents took shelter after floodwaters destroyed the tiny community. Three months on, 15 of them still live there. Tia Tomoana is a first responder at the Marae and has been looking after displaced whānau since they arrived. She says they're mostly elderly, uninsured and the impact of being without a home and away from their whenua for so long is taking its toll. The hope is fading. The hope is fading for them and I'm... And I think the best way forward for them would be to get them or a camper van or something where they can be on their own land. Tia Tomoana says the main barrier to returning home is that septic systems are ruined and there's no water supply, so motorhomes would solve that problem. There is the supply of water that comes with that, the supply of effluent, which they can then drive off their property and get rid of that effluent in a proper way. But also it enables them to be on their property and slowly work on their own houses in their own time, at their own pace. Some of the community have been put up in places like Airbnbs through the government's temporary accommodation service. Tia Tomoana says while they're grateful, it's not always practical. They're away from the homes they need to clean up and repair. Steve Watson heads up the temporary accommodation service and says motorhomes and porter cabins will be the main solution for those who have registered since Cyclone Gabrielle and the Auckland floods. There are 316 households either waiting for a temporary home or waiting to find out if the situation with their house means they need one. While some may eventually be able to move back home and not need the help, Steve Watson couldn't say when the rest will be out of limbo. We're waiting on the announcement, like everybody, for that, and that's that's a significant part of our planning. That long-awaited announcement is on which category flood-damaged properties fall into, dictating whether or not they can be rebuilt. Steve Watson says the motorhomes and porter cabins are ready or on order and there are plenty to go around, but they need to know which land is safe for them. They will need land to be placed on. So we we have a number of motorhomes ready to be deployed once we have the due diligence completed on the land. The government is starting consultation with owners of the worst affected properties early next month. Meanwhile, others have taken matters into their own hands. In Tairawhiti, iwi and businesses leapt into action immediately after the cyclone, anticipating the government would move too slowly. Funded and coordinated by local iwi consortium Toitu Tairawhiti, Hikurangi Enterprises got out the tools and started building transportable homes, quadrupling their usual output. Its director, Panapa Eho, says the business has whipped up 15 homes and between them and other suppliers, most displaced whānau in Tairawhiti will have roofs over their heads before winter. There's huge amounts of anxiety when you don't have a home, you don't know when anyone's going to be able to help and it's already getting cold. Like, you know, we've got our first big cold snap coming, coming this week so it's timely that most of these whānau are going to be in temporary accommodation before the end of this month. For some, they'll be temporary and others may remain in them if their homes can't be rebuilt. 
but for all, it's assurance and comfort they've been desperate for since the cyclone hit. And let's get to some of your feedback now.